Yeah. Oh, oh, I needed to look at that, but okay. No, I can do it. Okay. Okay. Three. Okay. Okay. Three. Okay. All right. Two. Okay. 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 One. Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentleman. I am just Ricky this week. I'm Sean, and I don't feel well. You don't. It doesn't matter how you feel. It, it doesn't it, matter it, how well, you well, feel. Well, they're going to hear me sound so awful. Well, they don't know. You don't. They, you could either feel bad or you got some blow. Who knows? Who knows? <sighs> it's not visual. I'm dying. But we've had a good week this week, so... Did I put that up there? Because I do want to talk about that. Stranger Things Season 3 trailer dropped. Oh, yes. Got some Transformers love up in my Stranger Things. I love it. Dude, it, it just... Oh, I just cannot wait. There's there's so many... You know, the end of Season 2 left so many questions. Really, Season 3 could go anywhere. You can follow uh, Eleven's past. You got to see there's still something going on with Will... And not to mention any of the other storylines that the other children have that, you know, side stories in Stranger Things are just as good as the main plot most of the time. So I'm pumped for this one. I am so happy that we have something new. I mean, like Stranger Things is such a unique animal. I mean, it plays so well to everything about our past but everything that's going on right now. And I, I love it. I just love it. I mean, I've never been into probably something as cool as Stranger Things. And I say that because, I mean, it's got everything I loved, you know, from the 80s. But it's like an X-Files from the 90s kind of vibe going on in the mythology. And then just the, the acting and the kids and everything. It, it's just great. It, it really is a, a mixture that works very, very well. A little how the sauce is made. That Ultra Magnus has has a has a uh, like a, a little a robot stuck to the back of it. That thing never looked like that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. That's awesome. I, I love that opening scene when when they're messing with Dustin. I was just like, this is so great. This is awesome. Sprays this is him right in the face. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. So, since we're talking about it, what is your favorite moment so far from the Stranger Things Season 1 and 2? Oh, wow. That's a, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I, like, uh, I like Eleven uh, making the kid piss himself. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That, that kid deserved it more. You're just like, yes, this is awesome. You know, I'd have to say... You know, you get the E.T. moment. The E.T. moment. Yeah, you do, but like Eleven and and Hopper in that final, you know, battle in Season 2. Oh, that's incredible, yeah. They they work so well together. You know, Season 2 is just full of these great moments, like when she's punk. Yeah. (laughs) That whole thing is is very cool. Um, But I think I'm going to have to go with that first time watching the D&D game. (laughs) That really kind of set it off that was so fun you know season one with winona Ryder and her interactions with trying to communicate with will and the the christmas lights and the alphabet 
That is such a fun scene. Definitely one of my favorites. Winona Ryder, she is such a base for this uh, series. You never would have picked her. Oh, man. And and fits so well. Remember that she had went, you know, before she popped back up in Star Trek, Winona Ryder was like verboten. We didn't talk about Winona Ryder. She was off stealing jewelry and doing stuff weird. We were like, what's going on with Winona Ryder? Yeah, she had a little kleptomania phase. What is going on? We don't we don't we don't do anything with that. And then here she comes, stronger than ever, so I'm fine with that. Kudos to her. Great job. Great work. Yeah, I can't wait for the new season. So we got an announcement about one of my old favorite shows, and I say a teary-eyed, old, I a say, teary-eyed announcement. I say old because the show is fifteen seasons. Supernatural, dude. I remember. I remember it was about season three, and uh, I'd got out of the air force, and you were like, "You're not watching Supernatural," and I'm like, "No." You're like, go home, watch Supernatural. And I remember binging the first, like, three seasons just from the go. I mean, like, you know, I I didn't have a job then. I I was chilling. I was in relax mode. And seriously, like, season one in in a day. (laughs) Like, it was ridiculous. Like, oh, staying up 20 hours? Why not? I I can sleep as late as I want. Like, Supernatural is... I'm going to miss it. I I haven't watched much lately, but man, I'm going to miss it. Yeah, I mean, I need to, I really need to do a rewatch. You know, I left off in season eight thinking, you know, this, this, it's done. I mean, they're running out of, but, but I've caught some episodes and I've caught some storylines and I'm like, oh man, Oh man, why did I stop? Now I'm because it like, was actually really good stuff. Dang it, the mom is back, and I want to know why. And then, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan's showing up again. Like what? I what? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, if, if you want a definition of chem- on-screen chemistry, Sam and Dean from Jensen Eccles and Jared Padalecki from episode one. I mean, it's just constant, like. When I make a joke in my life, there is a 50% chance it it had a basis in Supernatural. Yes. Uh, You know, and then you go and you already have the amazing chemistry of those two. And you add in Misha Collins, who... Who Who was a latecomer. Like, he was season... Who was late to the arrival, but Season six, season seven. So good. The voicemail. The voicemail. What what do I say here? (laughs) So, you posed the question, favorite episodes of Supernatural. Yeah. First one for me, absolutely. What's in the box? You know, that movie, what's in the box? The Seven Deadly Sins episode. Seven Deadly Sins episode. Oh, Oh, so good. So, what's what's one of yours? Um, Let's go with uh, the first, first one I'll go with is, what is it, The Itch? Oh yeah, <laughs> where where Dean is scr- ah! when when he walks into that old uh, garage and sees that cat out of that locker and screams like a girl and runs. No matter how many times I've watched it, it still brings a smile to my face. Okay, fa- I, I have to go with favorite episode number one, hands down favorite episode. 
the first time you meet Loki. That one is great. It's is, the heat is, of the moment. Yes, you I love this say, song and you know where, it. Where, uh, Dean keeps dying. Keeps... Over... Dean. Dean keeps dying over and over. Dean keeps and Sam dying, can't yes. figure out why. Yes. Pig in so a poke. <laughs> um, I also love the one where they're, uh, they're afraid of clowns. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the, the opening where Dean is just hauling as fast as he can. And you look back and it's that little, like, uh, schnauzer or something chasing him. Oh my goodness, I love it. I just, I'm going to miss Supernatural a whole lot. The the characters that it brought between Sam and Dean Winchester, you know, it, Bobby, Bobby. That that's when I that's when I lost it. Is when when Bobby uh, left the show when they killed off Bobby. I was like, I'm out. I I just can't move on because. He, he really was one of my favorites. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. This show is still going strong. There are two girls I work with that are going to Florida. They have planned this. They're going to a Supernatural convention in Florida this summer. Oh, my Facebook page. The, the day they announced it, that it was over. And my Facebook page blew up. And I was like, who are these people? These are my friends? And there was just like two or three random people that I'd met that throughout, you know, Facebook friends. And they're just, Oh, I'm going to miss this show so much. And people I'd never expect. And I was like, this is awesome. I love the fact that this is on my page right now, that there are still people out there that absolutely love supernatural. And, ah, it's going to be a, it's going to be one that, you know, uh, we, we go back and watch it all the time. We'll be like, uh, there's nothing on. Watch some Supernatural? Yeah. And we'll just go through and we just select our favorite episodes. And Yeah, I'm, it, like I've so got good. the first six seasons on DVD or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. But um, you know what I wanted to talk about? I wanted to talk about a little James Gunn. And we did. Okay. We blew him up last episode about, you know, right? the the wonderful news about getting him back. And, you know, he's going to be Suicide Squad 2. He's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. What I did not know is that before the fall, uh, yes. there is a there was a lot of talk of James Gunn mastering and lording over the MCU. The next um, Kevin Feige. Exactly, yes. You know, we knew he was a big part of, of the design and the planning, you know, once Guardians did, was so successful and, and everybody just fell in love with this guy. You know, he became a big part, and we knew this. Like, he was a big part of the uh, Avengers Infinity War planning, you know, and he's been a part of planning the entire fabric of the MCU. Um I think he may. I think there are great things in store for James Gunn, not just Guardians of the Galaxy three. I think that they're going to announce Phase four, maybe all the gun all the time. Do you know what I didn't realize till uh, earlier this week was that Brie Larson has signed a seven film contract. Yeah, well, I mean that. Yeah, they all do. I mean, like, so Chris Evans signed like a nine, right? Uh, Bucky, uh, he signed like a six or seven. Uh, Nick Fury's a nine-picture deal. I, I think that's just all part of the sauce. I think right. I think but it's all like above above six pictures. I wonder. I wonder how many we're going to get in Phase Four. I am just ah. Oh. 
I'm so one month, one month from now, we're we're gonna be there. We're we're gonna be, you know, at least I will. Wherever oh, I'm uh, at, wherever, wherever I am, at. I will be there. Yes, I've, yeah. I've yeah. already got, I've already got uh, the locations looked at. I just need a schedule. I need a schedule, and I can, I can do my magic. But I don't have yeah. a schedule, so no, no sauce is being made. So. I'm waiting. Soon. I'm sitting on go though. Um and and I'm really excited about thinking about the future of of the MCU. Oh dude, especially I, with I Gunn being back a part of it. I, I definitely think he is he is one of the minds that I, I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, take over uh if and when Kevin Feige uh steps down. Well, here's you know, here's my question. So I, I would I would also be fine with Taika. So here's my question. Would you rather see Gunn master all of the MCU and have like, so he's lording over and and we're staying with the main story of, you know, where Avengers is going or picture this. Kevin Feige goes nowhere, stays with Avengers and and main. Oh, I already know what you're going to say. And James Gunn branches Takes, takes a right turn and takes Guardians, takes Kree, takes Captain Marvel, takes Silver Surfer, takes Nova Corps, takes all and just Cosmic Marvel all the time. That'd be cool. Kim and Taika just throwing stuff back and forth. There's a Thor four and who well, knows? I just, just want to like, know who's. Who do you, do you keep somebody that you've already known that's quality to do the first set of X Men and Fantastic Four, or do you try to find fresh and add to your people that you already have? Well, if you follow the Marvel formula, you're finding fresh. I mean, that's the way this works. I mean, if you look back two or three movies and you have Ryan Coogler doing Black Panther, one of the most successful films, first Oscar nominated film. You know, I mean, he's not a new guy, but right. MCU, they snagged him, and they said, hey, here, do it. We love your stuff. And and he produced like no other director out of, out of you know, 22 films. Right. I, I don't think they're going to go, yeah, this ain't working for us. Let's stick with somebody we know. I, I think they're going to dig. I think they're going to find the people that are out there that are hungry and have the passion to do this because that is what they have done time and time again. Um, you know, if if you got a guy like Peyton Reed that's you know on Doctor Strange two, or I'm not Peyton Reed, uh, Scott Derrickson. Yeah, Scott. Derrickson. It's on Doctor Strange two. Peyton Reed wants to hang around, hang around, uh, hang around, and he's got more ideas. That's great. But I think they're going to dig for those hungry directors that they could get in for save that money. Get more actors, yeah. Get yeah. you know, get more story because they're going to have to cough up if if they're making more X Men movies. That's six or seven new actors. That's a new yeah. director. You know, if they pull in Deadpool, they're paying Ryan Reynolds money. If they, <laughs> yeah, you know, Fantastic yeah, Four. Reynolds, I wonder what Ryan Reynolds' take is on Deadpool. I, you know, that's a good question, but he, he made that studio bank and, uh, you know, they stuck with him over the director that, that was a very big part of that first movie. Um, 
Fantastic Four brings five or six new actors in, plus a director. Um, and then on top of that, whoever they decide to, hey, I know we're doing, you know, we're on 15 pictures now, Mr. Robert Downey Jr., but what if we give you another $40 million to just show up for five minutes here? Is that okay? <laughs> Can you do that for me, sir? I got, I got five minutes. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, I just... They got money. Let's awesome. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Go for it. Um, but what do you think about what do you think about Cosmic Marvel and Gun? Like he just takes that and runs that, with it. That would be awesome. That that's a great idea. And then, you know, you could have uh Kevin Feige, the you know, the the heart and soul, and he could start raising up the foundation for the new stuff. Well, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You know, if so Marvel has gotten so big, how do you get bigger? Well, right. you you branch it, you you separate it out, and you keep growing your Avengers. You know, with that with the Earthbound, you're going to have Fantastic Four, you're going to have X Men, and that grows. You know, the Earthbound heroes and and the Earthbound movies and and that. But then you can splinter off all this. You know, Fantastic Four may go to space, and now we're Guardians of the Galaxy, and you know that's where you may take that, and that's Gun, and that's what they're doing. You know, they may have a separate Marvel Cosmic Studio, and you know that's maybe what happens to Fox. Who knows? That'd be awesome. Um, there, I think there's a very good reason that Marvel bought. I mean, Disney bought Fox. You know, they may need a second studio. Who knows? That would be awesome. That's a great idea. I like it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I also like this week was Konami. Uh, let's talk about video games. Konami, one of my favorite video game producers, done something they needed to do for a very long time. They announced uh, Contra, Gradius, and Castlevania Collections. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Are they all remastered? Yes, all of the PS4, all remastered. Well, you know, original versions of the games. They have they haven't announced exactly what's in the package, but they have said like Castlevania, Castlevania Two, Castlevania Four, um, like Symphony. Well, I don't know if they said Symphony or not yet. I, I'd have to pull it up. But they've they've got several unannounced games. And unannounced features. They just said, hey, we're doing this. This is some of the games that's going to be in there. We will have more info later. But we're doing it. And I was very excited. <laughs> oh, I know you were. I um, know it. Well, so, you know, I know you're a modern video game person. But if you had anything, like, what would you want to see? What games would you want brought back that you would go, oh, a collection of this? I will buy that for $19. Well, I mean... Like, what was your favorite... You, well, mine would be probably, you know, Resident Evil, but those remasters still kind of sucked. Oh, the Resident Evil 2 for the PS4 wasn't good? Yeah, it's still kind of clunky. Oh, dang it. I wanted to get that. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't really translate that well. Uh, my next would be Silent Hill. Oh, it, it would be nice to have a, a fresh... Uh, you know, there's not I, I, enough I love, love for Silent 4K. Hill. I would love to see a 4K Silent Hill. You know, for the game and for the movie. You know, Silent. I only know Silent Hill because of you. Um, but that game is really good. 
Yeah. And I yeah, don't know. I don't understand how. I mean, I understand how I missed it, but I mean, I don't understand how it isn't more popular or wasn't as popular at the time. And, and the first movie was good too. Yes, and that's another thing. Those those movies are okay. I mean. Yeah, and Sean Bean lives. <laughs> well, depending on how you interpret it, yes. Yes, it was the sad ending. Uh-huh. That was correct. But but still good. Yeah, I really did like that movie. It was it was my kind of horror movie. Um, they did a second one that I've never seen. It's good. It I is. mean, it's not it's not great. It's nothing to. Well, write how home is it about, on par but, with the first one? Maybe a little less, but I mean, I, I found it entertaining and the storyline was fun. If it was a video game, I would have played it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Sean, I'm gonna get a drink. You go. Oh, oh, you're going to get a drink? Well, let me tell you where not to get a drink. And that's at Avengers Endgame. We got a runtime this week of 182 minutes. Three hours, two minutes. Plus, you know, you know there's always, what, 10 to 20 minutes worth of trailers that you're going to watch. Plus, you're going to want to get there, you know, 15 minutes early. Ricky and I are habitual 20 plus minute early people like when we go see movies me and rick we we are the one of the first ones in the theater we scope out the good seats so so if rick and i were to see this movie more than likely one of us or both of us would be in those seats for over four hours i mean wouldn't you guess if we were seeing this we would probably be sitting for over four hours a long movie dude i'm gonna love every minute that's a long time what there there has to be an intermission there has to be i i i love drinking my soda and my popcorn at a movie it is a tradition it is a experience that i love and i i'm not gonna do it i'm not i can't do it i I have to do nothing i I absolutely will it's gonna be crazy. Popcorn is fine. You sip. You you learn. You learn the secret. The little sip. The uh, just enough to. Oh yeah, it just yeah, wets just the tongue. Enough. Just yeah, just yeah. enough. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'll probably do that. Oh, but I am so excited for this. This is the longest Marvel movie to date, and uh, as it should be. You know, um, it's like a Metallica song. There's a lot of loose ends to wrap up right here. There's a lot of story to be told right here. There's we we are we know this is the end of phase three. This has a lot of wrapping up to do, uh, a lot of dialogue to be said that needs to be said before we move on from this section of these characters that we love. And uh, so, oh, what you're what you're telling me. Is I'm getting basically two 91-minute movies of Avengers. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dear God. That's awesome. That's a great thing. To, uh, that's a great way to put it. That's an incredible way to put it. My question to you, Rick, is after this 182-minute movie, after those credits have rolled, now that the ink is dry... If I see somebody get up... Before no, the no, end no. of the now credits, the I'm going dry. to punch them in the in the neck. Do what what type of post credit scene do you honestly with 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 the just normal person's expectations? What type of post credit scene do you think we're looking at? Just off the top of your head, 
Well, honestly, um, in all honesty, I think it will be something X-Men related. I, I honestly do. X-Men or Fantastic Four? I'm hoping for Fantastic Four. I really am. That needs to be done right. They deserve it. If there's anybody you can slide in easy, I believe it's the Fantastic Four over the X-Men. Well, it will be it will definitely be an alluding to. I mean, it won't be any actors because of course there there hasn't been time to cast anybody. Right. Um it it, it would be something amazing like or, know, or what if they you already see... have they already have like Avengers Avengers Tower you know, CGI, that thing. All they got to do is slap a new... Some, that somebody's building the, a Fantastic Four logo on it. Yeah. That's fine. I will take that all day what, long. What if, what if, like, in the end of Avengers, we see another uh, throne, and then you just see Doctor Doom sitting on it? Well, they could do... You, you know, they could do a suit of armor. <laughs> they don't have to put somebody in it. Right. Oh, that would be awesome. I'd be down for that. Uh, but one other thing that's awesome that we learned, Disney is opening LucasArts back up. That's pretty cool. I've seen this. What What do you think their intentions are? Well, I think they're they're going to make their own Star Wars games again. Um, you know, some amazing games came out of LucasArts. Uh, you know, whenever you saw that logo, you knew you were in for a good time at least. Um, well, you know, when, most when, of the time. When Disney shut it down, you know, that was... That was big. I mean, that was yeah. that caused waves in the game industry, um, because you know that was your source for those Star Wars games. That was your source for some, you know, amazing effects stuff in video games. Um, I, I think it's great that they're reinvesting in in that part of the business. I mean, uh, it, so you played quite a few LucasArts games, didn't you? It's true. They they're all really good. Um. I just I'm excited for them to bring it back because obviously, uh, damn it, who is it that made the the newest Star Wars the the battle? Uh, I'm totally blanking. Oh, Battlefront. Uh, battle. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Battlefront. EA. You know, it's EA. EA. Yeah. You see, that's the thing. Like, and don't get me wrong, it's a fun game. I've played it. I've, I, I was I playing it with Logan the other see, day, and I I don't care for it. I, I just I, I think. I I want better. I want better than just that. I, I think there's there's well, see, so now, many good I, games okay. out there. I can't it, I can't I can't uh um I don't have a basis. I mean I've played I need a solo like we flew that's my problem. Um like the Millennium Falcon was fun, uh the fighting was fun, but I have no basis to you know to because right. I never played any of the other stuff. I want a great solo story. Like by yourself, one person. We got that, it. That's I need a I need a, uh, a third person view. Um, you know, we got uh, a solo a good, story. Nobody went and watched it. <laughs> a good fighter game. It something like that. Uh, modern technology is definitely out there. I I just think Star Wars could actually be like incredible. We might. I want a game that will allow me to you know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to be a Jedi and, and not just a gimmick uh, or, or I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how to convey what I'm wanting to say right now. Uh, it's just, 
I think it, LucasArts could do better, and the game industry, you know, hopefully they open this back up and really uh, step up the game. They, they should lead the way. Yeah, I'd really like to see a, a really great modern Star Wars game. Um, yeah, and especially something single-player campaign um, yes. that could happen. Single-player campaign needs to be done. I, I think online is overplayed. Uh, I'm not saying that online games aren't great. Uh, probably 70% of what I play. But my favorites are those with that single-player campaign that is amazing. Which, by the way, if you have PlayStation Plus, uh, Modern War- Warfare Remastered is free this month. Uh, Rick, you should definitely get it. And we, we uh, anybody that's listening... We we should all meet up and do some Modern Warfare Remastered. That that game that's a, another one with an incredible single player campaign. I still need to meet meet up with you for Diablo. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, this is true. Um, so Noah Centino, have you heard of this guy before? I I have not. Well, he may be playing He Man. <laughs> I I'm excited about this. Masters of the Universe may have found their He-Man, as uh, Sci-Fi Wire is reporting. Um, they got this article from The Wrap. Um, says nothing's official yet, but he may be in talks to play He-Man. That's awesome. I- I'm like, yeah, me, I'm liking me, that the movie has gotten already, this far. And, yeah. Yeah, me and Chris have already talked about this. This is this is definitely something that they need to to do right. Um, you know. I, I want I want them to I want I want somebody to take this seriously and uh, if Noah Centineo thinks he can do it then l- let him step up let, let's do this well it's uh, hard to believe we, we've, we've gotten this far long. we've gotten this far we don't have a new Masters of the Universe movie we don't oh, have Robotech we don't have Voltron I mean we got you have like you have like seven Transformers movies. <sighs> Don't don't get me started. But, but oh, and then saying, plus on top of that, the news that. that they may be looking at doing a sequel to the Michael Bay movies now that the Bumblebee movie did so well. I want to punch somebody in the neck repeatedly. The reason the Bumblebee movie did so well is because they diverged heavily from the Michael Bay movies. I watched the opening like 10 minutes of Bumblebee this morning, and when I had to turn it off, uh, I was like, I want to finish this movie. So I'm definitely going to catch it. Yeah, it's it's good. And they need to stay the course. They do. And of course, what I'm referring to is Lorenzo Bono de Ventura, whatever his name is, a guy who we've talked about before. I think he's a bag of hot air for these movies, but I don't want anybody hinting that we need to continue the Michael Bay saga. That needs to die in a fire. Not not yes. Michael Bay. I don't wish any harm to Michael Bay. But he, he does a lot of stuff with fire and people dying, so... <laughs> yes. You, just his vision of Transformers. Yes. That is but I want him to focus on Bad Boys 3. Yes, because... that will be fine. I, I'm fine with yes. that. Do that. Focus That's on Bad Boys yes. 3. So, Sean, we are at yes. the local hall section. So, do you have any local hall? I got, I got a t-shirt. Dragon Ball Z t-shirt. That's about it. Hey, that's something. I, I, I buy all Dragon Ball Z t-shirts. I found this store on Facebook. I think I'm going to hit it up. It, it's one of those, you know those stores like, oh, buy this clothing that's tailored, you know, about uh-huh. stuff you like. And you're like, 
I want to order this because it's so cool, but at the same time, like, am I ordering it from China and it's going to take 22 weeks to get here? Like, there's this store called the Ma Jin store. And Ma Jin? The, yes, and it's all Dragon Ball Z gear, and, like, they have hats that have the Ma Jin M on them, and I'm like, I need a Ma Jin hat. Like, oh, they also have a uh, Red Ribbon Army trucker hat from Android 13, I'm going to get that for none other purpose than uh, the Team 4 Star version of uh, Android 13. Oh he my gosh, they incredible. have Saiyan armor hoodies. Dude, yes. Come on but now. See, that's the thing. You don't know about the quality. You don't know how long it's going to take. So uh, I'll report back to how long it takes to get to me and whether it's quality or not when I order it. But I did actually receive a Dragon Ball Z shirt today. That was my local haul. Nice. Well, so, uh, what do you have? I have I have some local haul. I picked up the Waterboy sequel today. Um, you may have heard of it. It's a little movie that uh, uh, did quite well. Uh, Waterboy. Oh, Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> I, I seen that and I was like, what the heck? And he's like, oh, Aquaman. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch it now. So I excited. need to buy it. Um, this movie is so fun. I've already. Hey, you want to give me your review. digital copy? <laughs> I've, I've already registered it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I do that these days. I was talking Don't to a buddy that. of mine. I'm like, hey, I'll give you, you know, a, a couple bucks for all your digital copies. He's like, yeah, I don't use them. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, are no, you serious? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I, they've all expired. Like, oh, he has like 30 movies, <laughs> all expired. Oh, dude, we, we go and raid my uh, in-laws all the time. We have, like, I think we're over 50, 60 movies now. Yeah. And it's all from them. Well, that's what I did, too. Like, Mom and Dad, anytime they get a movie, I'm just swipe. <laughs> yep. Like, you're not you using this. What is you're it? Not it's a piece of paper. This. You'll throw it away one day. That is So what else, so what else did you get? Just a Aquaman? Uh... They did a comic book run before they reintroduced the Fantastic Four called Marvel 2-in-1. And this was right. an old book with The Thing and a featured hero. And so when they went to reintroduce, they started up the series again. And it's The Thing and the Human Torch on the search for Reed and Sue. And uh, it's a fun book. It's uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, Jim Chung, Okay, is on the book. And it's been a fun read. Um, I really like it. And uh, I can't wait to dive into this sequel. I also got um, some new trade paperbacks of uh, a Transformers series called The Lost Light. Um, I've only gotten through volume one so far, but it is it's absolutely great. Um, and I've talked about the new IDW Transformers storytelling, and it's uh, it's something to behold. It's the best... Transformers stories that have ever been put in any media. Um, great art, great story, very fun, funny comedy in it. Um, and they're, the characters are treated well. I mean, it's uh, they take classic characters and new characters and, and treat them with respect and, and they are who they're supposed to be and 
just read. All I can do is recommend is for you to read it. Read The Lost Light. Read uh, More Than Meets the Eye. Read Robots in the Skies. And uh, awesome. they're always on trade paperback on Amazon. Just pick one up. See if you like it. They're like 12 bucks. That's awesome. I definitely have to keep an eye out for that. And that's all for local hall. Yeah. That's all I got, and I, I really, as much as I wanted to, I have not watched a single thing today, or this week, or in a while. Like, it feels like I'm so far behind on, when I look at my, you know, movies I want to watch, shows I want to watch, I'm just like, I am so far behind. I'm overwhelmed, but I, I haven't had a chance to I really I feel like you're leading me somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's the thing. Like, I, I want to be, but I've seen what you've already watched, what we're about to discuss, and I'm like, I'm oh, jealous. Oh, you, you, you have guys. seen it? I have not. I've watched the trailers, and I want to watch it very badly. Oh, okay. So, so, so let's discuss it. Well, I saw the first two or three episodes of Love, Death, and Robots. This is a animated... Hold on. This is okay. a mostly animated okay. uh, show. It's an anthology show of different stories of robots, future, and... As it says, Love, Death, and Robots, that's every bit a part of this series. The series is not for children. The series is very adult very hardcore storytelling, very frenetic, fast-paced, in your face with all three of those. <laughs> I don't have to say anything more. Watch this. Every bit of okay. it I watched, I loved. Uh the first and I've heard that you get different different sequences of watching it, but Okay. I'm not. I think somebody doesn't know what they're talking about because I, every, everybody that's been talking has got the same sequence. So I mean, I don't know. But uh, the first story I watched about uh, there's a there's a pit fight, and and if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Great. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of uh, uh, surprises in it, and where the story goes is 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 great. I loved it. Uh, the second one was about a um, a group of three robots. And these are just like 15 to 17 minute shorts. I mean, it is, right. it is like it is like heavy metal. If you've ever seen it, it's that kind of storytelling and that kind of uh, but modern animation. I mean, there's hand drawn, there's computer, there's even live action. Like there is a live action segment that I haven't watched yet that has Topher Grace in it. There, oh, wow. there is some animated quality to it, but I haven't watched okay. it yet, so I can't speak to it. But I've heard. Everybody, Got a I listen scanner to Scanner Darkly going on. Um, well, I've heard that the whole thing is live action, but there's an animated thing going on in the background. That's awesome. That's related to okay. it. Okay, that's awesome. But um, I'm ready to watch all this. Yeah, I mean, everybody I've heard that's watched any of this says they absolutely love it and cannot wait for a, a second season. A lot of the talk I hear about it reminds me of this exact same talk of the Castlevania series. It's it's a little short, awesome. but cannot wait for the next season. Uh, oh. More things like that. I mean, if we're doing this kind of animation and this kind of storytelling, uh, and it's, Netflix is where it's going to live, that's fine with me. Let's go. That's awesome. Uh, I was just thinking, hopefully, for the next episode... Uh, in my plans is the OA season two. Uh, I'm very excited about this. 
I, uh, I forgot to put this on the notes, but I am very excited for the OA season two and hopefully next uh, podcast uh, we can discuss that. All right, very. man. That's it. Yes. We're done. That's all I got. Um, on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Mandarin98. Come over there. Give me a follow. Um, I'm trying to do my best about post about every other day. No, but he's not. He's it, lying. I, I am. I'm doing my best. I promise. Well, Ricky, you can, where can you can they find, find us you? both at NotSoSouthernGentleman at gmail.com. You can hit me up at NotSoSouthernGentleman on Instagram. At Ricky Westbrook on Twitter, you can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. Sean, I am finally done. I'm out of here. I'm going to go eat. You go awesome. do whatever you're doing with that nose thing. Oh, my God. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'm Ricky. I'm going to go take some cold medicine.